Welcome to Knitting a Story, a podcast by two crazed knitters. I'm Jen. And I'm Lex. Welcome to our story, pod friends. we got episode 32, Is Yarn Bombing a Real Thing? On today's episode, we've got Show Me Your Knits, Knitting a History, Knitting in the Wild, and Got Spitting. And if you can hear stuff in the background, we're currently having a hailstorm. So. Yes. <laughs> and apparently you can really hear that in your if you're sitting in my dining room. I don't know about if the mic will pick it up, but uh, just so you know. FYI. That's what's happening. We have no control over that, <laughs> yeah. people. So show me your knits. How about I go first? Yeah, let's, you go first. So s- picked up another dishcloth. Yeah. Well, actually, it's still the same dishcloth. I'm doing the Bernat Handicraft, kind of a lot yep. of purple. Nice. And so I think last time I was talking about that I had started crocheting one. Yeah, it was all kinds of wrong. It was just terrible? It was just terrible. I couldn't... It's called the Bubbles bubbles oh. dishcloth, okay. and yet my bubbles didn't bubble. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, well, that's always good. Yeah. So I realized I must be doing a stitch wrong, because when I learned right. to crochet, it was, backwards. you know, backwards and... Left-handed. And left-handed, <laughs> which I'm right-handed. And my single crochet is actually, in, I believe, North American terms, because it's different in the UK. Oh, is a it is? one and a half crochet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But if you're reading a British pattern, it's often I, I wonder if that's a bit a, different. Now, I wonder, okay, I'll have to br- come back to this in the next segment. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, so my, my bubbles weren't bubbling. And so I finally broke down, went on YouTube, and found out what a single crochet was because right. my single crochet was like one and a half crochets. Oh, okay. And my triple crochet was like a two crochet. Okay. So, yeah, just all kinds of Cra- wrong. Crazy. Crazy. So now I've actually figured out the right stitches. Yeah. How did you do that? I YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Found yep. a good one. And I love YouTube. I know. And mind you, but sometimes you can get some really bad videos. Yes, but you have to watch one and you have to wait for one to make sense. Like I, when I did, when I started the blanket, my blanket escapades, mm-hmm. as I'll call them, like, I just looked for a really good one, and I watched, like, five minutes of it. I'm like, okay, I can follow this video. Ergo, it must be a decent video. <laughs> okay. You know, like, the angle was good for the camera, and the sound was good, and the lighting was good, and the instructions yeah. made sense. And lighting makes a huge difference. Yes, especially, yeah, I've, I've noticed, I've watched a few um, video podcasts even lately, and mm-hmm. lighting is is pretty key. Yeah, for an audio podcast, not so important. Yeah, you can't tell if we're sitting in the dark or if we're sitting in some glaring light. Yeah. So. Hmm. And <laughs> the other thing I noticed when I was watching it, because right? I was watching it to learn something. Yes. And sh- and we're a chatty podcast. We are. And I love that about us. But when I'm trying to learn something, she's chatting away, chatting away, and I'm going, okay, I'm here to learn something. I'm here to learn something. <laughs> I'm here to learn something. Te- teach me the thing. Teach me the thing and then... Go off into your tangent. Yeah. Well, so. we're not trying to teach anyone anything. That's true. So we're definitely not failing in that nope. regard. Nope. I'm not failing <laughs> in that regard. So yes, your, YouTube, your mileage may vary. So is it working now, your bubbles? Are it, you- the, my bubbles are bubbling. Perfect. Yes. I'm so excited. And I just, I was watching it and I'm going, oh, oh. Yeah, so that oh. would explain a lot in some that of my sense. other projects I've tried to do crocheting. How and they never it just kind of right. looks wrong. It just kind of looks wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, what are you working on? Uh, well, I'm still working on the, whoa, on the popsicle blanket, and it's out of loops and threads, and they're bright colors. I don't know what the technical term for that is. And the Red Heart Black, it's the Red Heart Super Soft Black for the okay. for the breaks. And that's 
that's the blanket. And, and what color are you on? Orange now. So pink? I've done pink, purple, green. And now orange. Now orange. Excellent. Then I'm going to do blue and then call it a day. Excellent. And then wrap it up for Christmas. <laughs> Sweet. It doesn't matter that I finish it in like August. I'm wrapping it up for Christmas. Because <laughs> if I, because I, I, I like to just be like, I finish something up and then I give it away, right? Mm-hmm. Like I just like to give it away. But I'm like, I could get so much more mileage out of this if I kept it for Christmas. <laughs> and it's not like something anyone's going to grow out of. It's a blanket. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So I'm like, so I'm, timing isn't of the essence. Timing is not of the essence. And it's not like the person I'm knitting this or crocheting this for doesn't have a crap ton of blankets already so it's not like she's gonna freeze okay because i was gonna say you know you might want to if we have a cold winter which calgary winter can hit in october she has lots of blankets okay perfect and we live we are lucky to live in a first world country and we have centralized heating that's true that's true it helps (laughs) (laughs) so i'm not too worried it's gonna be a christmas present do you kind of find it funny that when we first started podcasting everything was knit 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 and now it's like oh i crocheted this and i crocheted that think of how far we've come in a year oh i know like if you had said last year hey you're gonna crochet some blankets i'd be like yeah you're on like whatever you're on you need to share it because i am not crocheting anything yeah i can barely do a single crochet holy crap yeah and now you're by craft jewel now i'm like doing it all (laughs) it's awesome excellent so what else are you working on? So I cast on a pair of socks in that online yarns, which you right? didn't believe me. <laughs> that I didn't believe existed, and then I was proven wrong. And it's actually the other online yarn I used when I made the socks that I, you have. Yeah. It wasn't It wasn't the nicest yarn that I found. Yeah. And I was kind of a little bit hesitant to buy that same yarn again. Okay. But I like the colors. Right. So I bought the same brand, but it's so nice and smooth. Oh. And I don't know if it's Merino. I linked what it was in the show notes, but I think it's written in a different language. Yeah, it's probably just Superwash and uh, probably nylon. Wool, wool and nylon yeah. or whatever. Whatever. But yeah, it's all good. I'm That's just cool. on the cuff doing the knit knit through the back loop twice. Yes. Yeah, so knit, knit two, two through, through the, the back, back loop. loop. Not a decrease. And a pearl two. Just your standard cuff. But I kind of like the... knit. Yeah, hey? I love the twisted knit. It pops it out and it make, it keeps it small. That's what I was thinking, Small. that it would... That's such a technical term. It keeps the cuff... <laughs> cinched in? Cinched in. Yes. Yeah. So it's not like a flower. Yeah, so I I love this stitch, actually. I'm using the same stitch on another project, and I just really like it. It just it looks, looks neat. It does look neat. It looks neat. So are you just doing, like, a regular... I think vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's just the best way to go. Because I still have my other one that's the uh, business casual socks. It's right. got the slip stitches. And I just need something that I can just motor through when I don't have a lot of yes. bandwidth. Yes. Well, that always helps. Yeah. Awesome. What are you working on? Ah, okay. So the sock from the last time we podcast where I said maybe I'll rip it out, I looked at it again. Mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't do it. So I'm actually doing it. It's out of Barocco socks and it's sort of like a camouflage colorway. And I just didn't have the heart to rip them out. So Too far committed. And I, Yep. And I, I decided that... Slow progress is still progress. That's true. And I'll just keep plugging away because those are also going to be Christmas presents. <laughs> Excellent. At the rate I'm going, maybe they'll get one for Christmas. <laughs> you get the other one next Christmas. Yeah, so I'm trying to... Oh, I should mention with the... Uh, I'm really bad about knitting people's presents like in front of them because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't have enough time. But with the popsicle blanket, because I don't see the recipient all the time... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to only do that while she's not around. 
Oh, okay, so she she knows what's going into it, but she may not yes. see the pros- progress. Yes. Okay, sweet. Yeah, and I thought about doing the same for the sock, but let's face it, that sock just needs to be worked on any time I can. <laughs> any time I can do it. So, yeah. Worst comes to worst. Sorry, so you're in in between class knitting this fall. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And anything else you've got? I'm just working on that uh, double knit mittens, and that's the Persnickety by Spilly Jane. Right. Right. Finally done the cuff. Excellent. And. I'm horrendously bad for knitting cuffs on socks and being like, oh yeah, that looks about two inches and is usually about an inch just because I want to start the sock because and I'm done yeah, with the cuff. Yeah. But because I'm going to do I the have double the same knit. issues. <laughs> I'm trying to make it twice as long and I'm like, oh, 45 rounds, yeah, that's enough because I'll fold it in half and ch- test it. But I think I really need to put some consideration into it. You should make, the, make sure, because if, you, if your cuff on a mitten is too short... Right mm-hmm. then, every time you wear it, it, then there's the gap between your jacket and your mitten. Mm-hmm. And my you jacket know. is a wool coat, so the the cuffs are not tight. So yeah. I've been known to get wool up or wool. wool. <laughs> it snows <laughs> wool in Canada. <laughs> Everybody come visit. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're having a wool Sheep storm in the sky. <laughs> I wish. That'd <laughs> <No>. be sweet. <laughs> Knitting would be way cheaper. <laughs> I'm going to go harvest some wool. Yeah. I'm going to shovel it. Let's just go, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I get snow up, often up my coat sleeves to my elbows. So yes. Maybe I need to do a couple more rounds. A couple, like, I like to have Consider long. An investment. I like to have long cuffs on my mitts mm-hmm. for the same reason, right? Like, because snow will go up. And the, it's not even for me the snow. It's the wind that will go up. Okay. Right? And then that way, at least I'll have, like, a little band of warmth around my wrist. And, I mean, I don't walk a lot of places in winter because i'm not a winter kind of person but like from my car to the university yeah, i can just five minutes, run right? and have yeah. nice warm hands yeah i think i'm just gonna have to suck it up yeah you're just gonna have to suck it up trust me don't skimp on the, the, on the cuffs. cuffs because once i'm done the first one i'm committed yes you know guess yeah. what the second one the second one has like. to be the same yeah exactly don't skimp on the cuffs you'll be so much happier in the winter even though I totally understand, I hate cuffs. I'm just, like, I'll be like, okay, I'm done. I should measure this. And I'm like, no, it's only half as big as it's supposed to be. No, yeah. why? So Why do I have to put, be so lazy? Put on a, yeah, what, why is this so boring? Why is this the Lazy Knitters podcast? I don't know. But you have to, my, my suggestion, this is how I get through cuffs. Put on something, in, like, interesting on I don't know, TV or Netflix or whatever you've got or a movie or whatever mm-hmm. and knit that and if it's like a TV show give it like two episodes so yeah get a good hours and yeah yeah I just need to suck it up because yeah. I have to consider an investment it is an in investment warm in warm wrists in the winter time and think of the Calgary wind true true you know I mean yeah. it might snow wool here but <laughs> the wind ain't nice <laughs> That would be so awesome. <laughs> that would be all, it would be a lot cheaper to do this. I'm telling you. Ooh. Except for, could you imagine, like, I, my husband cannot stand the smell of wet wool. So if no. I'm, like, washing something, he's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's like a wet dog all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Excellent. Anything oh, well. else? Uh, yeah. So I, so I was sort of in a rut, right? Like, I noticed that I was watching movies without doing anything. And I'm usually, like, knitting something mm. or crocheting something. But, like, nothing. I was just sitting there watching a movie, which is not a bad thing. But I was like, oh, you know, like, I want to do something, but I'm just so blah. 
So I did what any sensible person would do, and I wound up some yarn, and I cast on a shawl. Yeah. That's what any sensible person would do. That's usually what I do, and it's usually Martina Bem. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Mine is not a, no, a Martina Bem. Sorry for all you Bem fans out there. Not that I'm not a fan, but... Don't worry, I got you back. Yeah, but I, uh, I got a... I w- wanted to do something a little bit more complicated while I watch TV, you know, something that involves a chart and me having to read the chart. Mm-hmm. So... Which is usually really good fodder for when good knitting goes bad. It's been really good so far, actually. I'll have you know. Because I've used stitch markers. So, the pattern is called Montedale, and it's by Karina Ferguson. And I'm doing it in a a single, a Manos del Uruguay, it's called Fino. It's a single. Mm -hmm. And... Sock weight, right? Yes, yes, sock weight. Um, And it's, so far it's a great pattern, and it's sort of in a bluey gray tonal color, right? Very pale. And it's got lace lace it's got like you know knit two together yarn overs Mm -hmm. and it's got cables okay in the shawl and is so you know that's not and it's got like crazy charts (laughs) so no big deal is it entirely charted or is there the usual you know stockinette or the uh no there's like there's like four or five rows i can't remember exactly there's a few rows at the beginning that are that are not charted that are just like instructions Mm -hmm. and their increases and stuff and then Chart, 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 and then there's the ending rows that I haven't even bothered to look at because I'm nowhere near. Okay. So you do chart A, then you do chart B full, then you do half of chart B, and then you do the finishing instructions, and away you go. Bob's your uncle, they got Bob's your uncle, yeah. Oh, free so, pattern? Uh, no, it is not a free pattern. Okay. Um, but she had a promotion a while ago, so I checked it out. And it, so far, I like the pattern, mm-hmm. but I have noticed two errors in it so far mm. but only in the legend like the chart legend oh that do you remember my problem with there but they're not legend. but if you think about it like if you look at the legend mm-hmm. and you think critically about this you'll figure it out quite quickly because um the error or how to fix it well both because okay. one of them is um that one of the cables the cable four front and back look exactly the same but if you look at or they're labeled the same. But oh. if you look at it, you can figure out which one it's supposed to be. Okay. And then um, the cable three is explained wrong. That's oh. a little bit trickier to fix. But I emailed the designer. Yeah. You know, or I sent her a Ravelry message. A nice Ravelry message because I like the rest of the pattern. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I had no problem figuring out what I was doing. But I was like, well, you should know that because you're somebody that has not. Maybe somebody doesn't know. Wouldn't yeah, think wouldn't about it. Pick critically. up on that, yeah. right? And would be like, oh my god, I can't do this. So I just wanted to make it a little easier for everybody else. And I also, she doesn't have any instructions or any mechanism for um, putting in stitch markers, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like you don't need stitch markers for this thing. I put in stitch markers. It's way easier because now I know where my repeats are supposed to end. That's me. Like, because when it's like, a, you know, this section is repeated. Well, that's great. But I kind of lose track of where I'm yep. going, right? And I'm like, what? And then I, all of a sudden, everything just doesn't work. So I just put in some stitch markers. After every repeat. So, you know, by the time you hit that, you should be done. And if not, you've got a problem. Yeah. And so far, that's how I do I've, my I've had one issue, and that was me. Yeah. Well, so, but 
The best part is, is you identify it right away. Yep. And not when you're like four rows up and you yep. realize your whole chart is shifted by like two stitches. Yeah, no, no. Le- yeah, it's been it's been fine. So Yay. highly recommend that pattern. It's really okay. easy. Easy. <laughs> I'm doing it in front of the TV and I managed to pay attention to, to the plot. So. so not necessarily a beginner's, but... No, but if you're an adventure's beginner, go for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe once she fixes the... Ch- the legend yep um and once um like i didn't really watch the tv shows i listened to the tv shows okay so if you're still into that or podcasts or or whatever podcasts or whatever then i would say go for it and make sure you print out the pattern or have it on your ipad or whatever because you're gonna need this is not an easy to, to figure out like it's not intuitive no okay i don't find it intuitive anyway so, but I like it. It's still good. Yep, it's still good. It's still good. Is it giving you that oomph again? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is what I like to do. Oh, you know, it's not like, oh, this sock. Oh, yeah. this blanket. <laughs> like, oh, this day forever. I'm like, yes. So I'm like, oh, look at these little cables. This is awesome. <laughs> I might say that downstairs to my cat. I don't know. <laughs> I will neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> and then the cat tries to run away with the yarn, and I have to his at him so (laughs) that's that so knitting in history okay so uh, there's a story here so a little while ago one of my co-workers is like everybody at work knows i knit because i uh brag about it and i think they all think i'm a little unhinged because of it but that's okay so they all know i knit that's the the background so this lady comes in and she's like my mom is having problems with this pattern blah blah i don't know anybody else who knits do you think you would help her out Mm-hmm. And I said, well, yeah, sure, you know, tell her to bring the stuff in and I'll take a look. So she, this lady brought in, like, the pattern and the sweater and left it with me and just said, look at it. And she wrote down on the pattern, like, this is where I'm having problems with and this is what I don't understand. Okay. And it wasn't so much an issue with, like, the knitting. It was she couldn't understand the directions. So long story short, I ravelried it. Mm-hmm. Turns out other people also had this problem. Mm. There was forum posts about it. I printed out the forum posts, went over to her house. Ta-da, explained it to her. And I think, I haven't heard, but I'll see the coworker in question. So I'll ask her how she's doing tomorrow. Anyways, then at the end, she's like, oh, do you like old knitting patterns? And I'm like, hell yeah, I like old knitting patterns. <laughs> I am like a sucker for knitting patterns. It's a disease. Um, <laughs> 12-step programming it's required. A, yeah, when I don't want to join. So <laughs> I'm in denial still. So I'm like, yeah, sure. She's like, well, I've got, you know, a couple patterns downstairs and I want to get rid of them because, you know, she's like, realistically, I'm not knitting these ever again. Okay. And that's okay. So then she brought up a file, two file folders full of knitting patterns. And I'm really? talking, yeah, and they're like old knitting patterns from like the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. Are they pamphlets that, like, I remember yes. them being pamphlets. They're pamphlets. Okay. They're pamphlets. And, um... I have a lot of them now, and I haven't even looked through all of them because I Because you have a lot of them now. <laughs> I, I have a lot of them now, and I, like, not everything in there is something I would knit, mm-hmm. right? But... But knit at this point in your life. Exactly. Like, she gave me, she was telling me stories, you know, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, my sister knit that for my son, mm-hmm. and my sister knit that for my granddaughter, right? So, like, there was a lot of history and stuff, and a lot of baby patterns, because I, I guess, back in the day... That was what you did. 
Okay. Unit baby stuff. Like lay really? like entire layettes. So there'd be like the matching jacket, the hat, the booties, the blanket, like entire things. Wow. Yeah. That's a level of commitment I'd never do. Yeah, that was a that is a level of, maybe that's my next goal. I don't know. Maybe next year I'll do a layette for do a for, whole why set, not? hey? For, do a whole set. And she's like, you know, and we never knew if they were girls or boys back in the olden days. Yeah. Those were her words. Olden days. Olden days, not mine. And uh, so they used to knit them in mint, white, or yellow. Hmm. Because they're... No purple? Nope. Mint, white, or yellow? Also, this was back in the 50s. I don't know what the purple yarn looked like back then. That's true. I have no idea. Maybe yeah. it was good, maybe not so much. And that was what they did and. Wow. So, and that's, and the reason that they did these layout sets, this is what I found really neat, is that's what the baby would leave the hospital in. So, like, now you go or, you know, and you bring, like, the baby clothes that you buy at wherever mm-hmm. you buy your baby clothes. Mm-hmm. This, there would be a handed set, either by you or by an aunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what the baby would leave in. Hmm. So, like, an, that'd be like the first It's designed outfit. to be an heirloom piece. It is. And, like, she was telling me that she's got stuff packed away in the cedar chest downstairs. and That probably her kids came home in. Yeah, and, and like, everything. And she's knitting stuff. I don't think any of her family listens to this, but she's knitting stuff for other members of her family for the future. Okay. So, like, hope chest type things. Yeah. Exactly. Excellent. And wow. if you're listening and you're a member of this family, you didn't hear it here. Yeah. So just mums, mums the, the word. word. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, then like, there were stories, you know, like, oh, I needed this, and I did it in a blah, blah, you know, and I, oh, I had really special buttons for this, and it was just mm-hmm. really cool, like, just think that's listening gonna be to us. her. Like, that's going to be us when we're old. And she she was such a nice lady, also. She made really good coffee, too. Really? Like, the coffee was so good. Excellent. So good. And it was probably, like, we have the benefit for ourselves that we go to a knitting group, and... We kind of lead the knitting lifestyle, yes. per se, right? And the knitting life. <laughs> We're knitters. The knitters. The knitter lifestyle. <laughs> I'm doing gang, gang signs that you can't see. You got to do two, two, yeah. two fingers for needles for knitting. And Knitter. Then the for crochet. <laughs> We're knitters. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, if you could see what I'm doing, you'd see why Jen's laughing. <laughs> But, like, she just didn't know anybody who knit. That's she, right. Where we... She had one friend that knit, but I, I gather that um, dementia is setting in. Oh. So, like, that's... <laughs> so she's like, oh, you're the only other person I know. And I'm like, oh, well... Uh, so I introduced her to Ravelry. Yep. I'm like, yeah, you know, like, this is the place. They don't really send you a lot of emails about crap. Mm-hmm. You don't... She's like, you don't have to put They're in your... They're never going to solicit you for stuff. No, you yeah. don't have to put in your credit card information unless you want to buy something off of it. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's really great. And she... So, I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. I also gave her a business card with our podcast information. I, but I didn't say anything, so I'll see if she, <laughs> she picks up on she's that. She's going to hear you ratted her out. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> your coffee's really good, and I like your banana bread. <laughs> sorry for sorry for ruining the surprise. Just don't let any of your grandchildren hear this episode. <laughs> so anyways, but I thought it was really neat, and I've got a lot of knitting patterns now that I have to figure out how I'm going to organize, because they're all little pamphlets. So I think what I'm doing is I'm going to get a binder, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get page protectors, and I'm just going to stick each pamphlet in a page protector. That's a great idea. Your other option, uh, I'm from the Okanagan, 
it's semi-arid desert. They get huge forest fires every year. Yeah. People lose their home. I'm assuming somewhat similar to Southern California, though n- luckily we've never experienced on yeah. that devastation level. You might want to make a digital copy, oh. scan them, and then email them to yourself. Oh, that'd be okay. Because if you think of the history of it, right? What if you get a flood? That's true. You know, and or zombie apocalypse. A zombie apocalypse. But I somehow well, have email. Yeah, maybe not in that case. <laughs> no, but, but I'm assuming in twenty, thirty years, our children will still have email and digital yes. sources of information. Yes. Where, if you consider the stuff that people haven't been able to save, That's specifically true. for not having. A, an external location, right? As much as I would like to say you would put this stuff in your safety deposit box to be kept safe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could no. fill one of those no. with knitting patterns. But and I could. I always think of my online storage as my safety deposit box for That's that kind of idea. stuff. I could, I yeah, maybe I'll do that. You know, because all oh, people are like, oh, I scan them and save them on my on my computer. Well, what happens if your computer gets stolen? What happens if you for, don't forget or you do forget to back up your computer? Right. And everything's gone. Like having a digital yeah. copy, if it's not kept externally, is a good idea. Is a bit of a risk. Hmm. I will. I will have to definitely think about that some more. Yeah. But it was great. That's awesome. So that's history may- right there. Maybe next time I'll have some. You know, pattern reviews from Knitting in History. <laughs> Once I've had a chance to, like, go through them. Yeah. Excellent. Yep. So Knitting What's in the Wild. This is you. This is me. So I was on my way to work. Must have been Monday. What are we today? Thursday? So Monday or Tuesday. I'm walking up to my office building, and I glance over, and there's yarn bombing. That's perfect. And if anybody's following us on Facebook, Facebook Lex linked a picture of them. And I kind of kneared, as the yarn harlot says, oh, yes. a picture of one that was in front of my office building. Excellent. And it is just so awesome to see it. And it's substantial pieces. These aren't, you know, little cuffs. These are... It looks like a ninja. Yeah. It looks like a ninja hitching post. I it think is. those are hitching posts. Well, they are... Actually, I think they are hitch- stylized hitching posts. Yes. This is Calgary, people. We have a very large You're allowed to wear... Culture. To wear. You're allowed to ride horses on the streets here. Yeah. And so... And people do. And the one that I got a picture of, they designed it as a crocheted balaclava that they've put on this hitching post that looks like a head. Ninja hitching post. Ninja hitching post. Yeah, I, I linked a picture of some other ones that I found this morning on Facebook. So... Yeah, so... Check it out. I'm at work. I was just discussing with my boss because... It came up in my interview that I'm I'm a knitter and I've got a knitting podcast and I had to explain what that was and so as Lexus she, she had to tell him that she has a substance abuse problem and she abuses yarn. <laughs> I do. And wool. You know. It's important to let your employer know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got a drug and alcohol policy and my drug is yarn. Yes. And <laughs> so it's was, legal. It's it's legal. And so I was saying to her, you know, and she'd seen it and she goes, did you see the posts outside? And I said, yeah, that's amazing. It's yarn bombing. And she goes, it's what? <laughs> yarn bombing. Like, yarn bombing. And she's like, is that a thing? I said, you better believe that's did, a thing. Did you not see the posts outside? <laughs> <laughs> so she went at home and was just apparently discussing it with her husband. And he said exactly the same thing. That's a thing. Yarn it bombing is, a, is real? It is. A th- yeah. <laughs> So he actually did not believe her to the point where he went on Twitter and searched yarn bombing. And oh. they w- went through, like, all the pictures that were oh, linked through on Twitter. That's awesome, though. 
I mean, like, that's cool that they did that. I know. And they were amazed. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, people do bridges. And there's, and she, I guess she'd seen one where somebody had done, like, a bicycle. Me. and Oh, yeah. There's, there's, oh, yeah. There's all sorts of stuff you can get. There's, like, a, a car. Yeah, I've seen the car. Yeah. I've seen, I think somebody had done a tank at one point I've in, seen, like, yeah. Pink. Yeah, yeah, they have. I've seen that one. And I've seen bridges mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's really neat. Yeah, so it was, it was kind of a fun thing to... <laughs> to scare the muggles, per se. Like, yeah. Like, this is an actual thing. <laughs> this is an actual thing. Yeah. What I noticed on the Facebook post, though, and I just want to touch on this briefly without instigating a huge debate, was people were, like, some people are like, yeah, whatever, don't really care, blah, blah. That's that's fine. You know what? Mm-hmm. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Like, there's some art projects around. Um, Calgary, especially. You know, and I'm just, I'm just not into it. But whatever, right? Like... And then there was the other side where people were like, this is awesome, yeah, huge like, culture. You know, I've seen this in, like, blah, blah, BC, in the UK, and wherever, yeah. right? And I'm like, that's cool, right? Like, it's cool that it's everywhere, and people have seen it, and they've noticed it. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty sweet. And then there's people who think that knitters should only ever knit things for function, mm-hmm. right? Like, we shouldn't ever knit things just... Like, I've knit stuff, and I'm, like, I'm never going to use this. Yeah, knit for the soul, for, to be art, really. To be art. It's art. Yeah, like, some, like, I've knit some shawls. I'm never going to wear them. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I will, but probably <laughs> not. You know, like, but they were nice to do, and they look great. And no matter my what, opinion, it's, so humble. if it's somebody that's, if people like doing it, who cares? Yeah. But are you going to say what? So, they all think that we should, um, that knitters, collectively, Especially these, whoever yarn bombed these things, there are there is the sentiment out there that we should only be knitting for homeless people. Well, not homeless people, but for people that n- need need some need blankets and hats and sweaters and mittens and stuff. And I, I hey, if that is your if that is what you want to do, that is that's awesome, and I hundred percent support you. Absolutely, and that's. That's what you got want to do? Hey, man. And I know there's people that do that. There's mm-hmm. people that, like, crochet blankets and do preemie hats for the hospitals and all that stuff. And that's awesome. But res- but, you, but we shouldn't have to. Like, there shouldn't be any obligation for people who knit or crochet to give it any, any to give anything away. That it should serve more there of There shouldn't a f- be an expectation of us. Yeah. Right? And the one funny one, because Lex and I looked at it, and somebody had put up a picture and was like, oh, could you make me this? And it yeah. was a picture. <laughs> it was like, awesome. That was the first thing is, you're a knitter? Could you make me this? Yeah, yeah. I was like, look at that. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> she wants that. <laughs> but it's like, oh. You know. She, she wasn't asking anyone specific. She was just asking any of the knitters who were responding <laughs> to the thread. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to point this out. I guess, actually, it kind of harkens back to the Ravalenic games when we used to be allowed yes. to call them the Ravalympic games. Yeah. And the so if you missed it on Ravelry, it was a huge flame war in the fact that the U.S. Olympic Committee trademarked the Olympic name and would not allow the Ravalympics to continue. As, I'll rephrase that. Being called the Ravalympics. Yeah. They didn't care if it continued. We yeah. just weren't allowed to call it the Ravalympics. But where they their IOC chairman or somebody in power said... Well, you should just knit for us. You know, why would you be knitting this stuff? You can send us free stuff. Send us your free knitting. Yeah. Well, like, I just... That's like, oh, I love your painting. Just give it to me for free. Yeah. Like, if you want to give it away for free or... Hey, that is that is your own But it's important that an artist that paints 
and would paint a mural on the side of a wall shouldn't be allowed to do that. That they should be using their paintings to give to other people. Yeah. As opposed to just being allowed to create art. Exactly. And sometimes knitting is art. And you know what? Hey, you do what you want with that stuff. And the best part is is it created a dialogue. And it was awesome to see the (laughs) non-knitters not tear them a new one. But to imply that it is allowed to, it is okay for it to be just art. Yeah, it doesn't have to have another purpose. And there's no obligation on the part of the knitter or crocheter, I suppose, Mm -hmm. to do anything specific with this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And my favorite part is it's been there all week. Has it? It has. Sweet. It hasn't gotten taken down yet. You know, like, it's probably pretty gross after this rain, though, that we've had. (laughs) Yeah, we've had had forest fires pretty close to the city. We've had tennis ball-sized hail. Yeah. So it's really dirty rain and But not at my house. (laughs) Thankfully. Yes. And so it's awesome. I love seeing it. I loved having the discussions with people about it. And it kind of made, doesn't make us look badass per se but it kind of gives us that little bit of edge like yeah, yeah. yarn bomb yeah yarn bomb yeah. yeah i'm an artist it's graffiti it's graffiti <laughs> yes it is it's yarn graffiti <laughs> yarn graffiti so, so got spinning uh, this is you this is me because do i got spinning <laughs> nope so the lazy knitters that we are we podcasted last time and i managed to pop into ravelry or i don't know if it was ravelry maybe instagram and somebody was like yay tour de fleece and i was like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think we were like two or three days in, and I was like, "She texts me, it's it's Tour de Fleece." I'm like, "Yeah, a little late now." (laughs) Perfect. So I'm definitely not competing in Tour de Fleece, but I have me neither. Don't worry. Trying to contribute to to the movement. Yes. Perfect. So I've been finishing off my fractional. Yes. Fractal. Fractal spinning. I probably spelled that wrong. Oh. And. In this the wool gathering, nobody colorway. can see it. <laughs> so wool gathering colorway, it's actually pretty beautiful. And my husband, the non knitting, non crafty soul that he is, actually said that's beautiful. I found a pattern for you, sweet for fra- for especially for fractally spun yarn. Excellent. Yeah. If not, I was thinking that'll the be the yard. That'll be the next uh, the next podcast. Yes. So. I've got all my single done. I'm actually like check mark for a yearly goal. Yes. I'm done one that braid nice? of yarn. I was like, yes, my hands. It were only like, it only took ouch. you seven months. Now you've got two more months, oh or you got five more months to do two more oh braids. Let's goodness. go, let's go. Yeah. And then I still have to use it. Oh man. Yep. <sighs> but it's okay. I have a pattern for your fractal sponge, so Sweet. that'll be taken care of. If not, I'm thinking the boneyard because it. Oh yeah. And I'm going to do a Navajo ply, which is a, a yes. three chain yeah. or chain ply. And so I'm looking forward to it. I'm just letting it rest. That's I just sweet. finished it the other night. And it's it's calling to me. You should take a picture of it and put it up on the blog or the Facebook page. Or um, both. I have posted it up on Twitter. Uh, no. Instagram. Instagram. And okay. uh, and linked uh, hashtag knitting a story. Okay, cool. So people can check it out there. And we may be able to add it to the show notes as well. Right. Sweet. And I think I've actually... Put one on Facebook under my own profile. Uh, I haven't seen it, so okay. I don't know, maybe. It's, Who knows? Whatever. It's Yay! Sweet. Yay! Yay for Tour de Fleece. Woo. And if anybody has Instagram, go on, search hashtag Tour de Fleece 2014, all one word, and just be inspired. Go to the Ravelry pages. Like, if you don't spin, it, you don't 
care. It's still it's yarn, people. Yeah, you can use that. I know. You don't have to make it. <laughs> and if the if the wool would just fall from the sky, <laughs> it's raining wool. Now I was thinking because mm-hmm. you said it was going to be all wet and and stuff, but it wouldn't be because there'd be no precipitation. The wool would be the precipitation. <gasps> Ooh. So ecologically wise, probably not the best. Probably not so good. <laughs> Can't grow crops with wool. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, guys. Hmm. Okay, we we, we rescind our request <laughs> yes. for wool falling from the yes. sky. We will take it from sheep. I like to eat it. <laughs> eat it. Eat. <laughs> I was going to say, I like to eat food. And I like to, you know, oh, the rain and the food. It's it's just gone. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't rescue that one. <laughs> I like to eat wool. That's right. You heard it here first. <laughs> now I'll post a picture of me eating a skein of wool. Actually, the funny thing was, is when I spin, I often get little bits that fall off, or when I break a yeah. thing, I'll pull a bit off. And so I made, like, a, a tennis-sized ball of just kind of tailings fluff, yeah. And I kind of felted it up a little bit and <laughs> threw it at my dog, and he proceeded to shred it. So technically, I'm thinking he's probably been eating wool. Pro- oh, yeah. it's It's been extra fiber in his diet. <laughs> oh, I'm so good. <laughs> And Jen is dying. <laughs> and on that note, oh my goodness. I think we're done. I think we're done. <laughs> so please join us at our blog, knittingastory.wordpress.com. Facebook at Knitting a Story. And Ravelry at Knitting a Story Podcast. I'm Beloved of Bast. And I'm Jen's account. And we hope to see you soon. Bye.